that moment where you go to the grocery store with your mom and she leaves and you panic and you're like, I'm never going to see her again. You don't know what to do. That stretched out into a decade is exactly what your 20s feels like. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, I'm Linda Yambueso. And I'm Nadia Favorite. And together we're... Happy the Floor Play! Oh God, it sounds so happy. I want to die. Dad. Do you get FOMO? I used to want to be the person who was everywhere, but didn't want to look like I had to be everywhere. So I was like, I was cool about it. But if you didn't invite me, I would seriously catch a solid feeling and like hate you. In the in the last episode, I asked you what superpower you'd have, mm-hmm. and you chose to be Matt Damon instead of yeah. being in two places at once. If you had FOMO, no, you should I said that. I would be like a person who could change into any person, and then I'd show up as Matt Damon. <laughs> Good. I see you've thought this through. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I did have FOMO, not so much anymore. That's why I'd be a B-class celeb. If you'd asked me this, like, when I was 21, mm-hmm. I would want to be like Angelina Jolie, where I walk in and be like, save the children, yeah. and everybody wants to be my friend. If I was Angelina Jolie, I would walk in, and Whitney Houston would be in the back going, I believe the children. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, Never. I'll adopt you, and you, yeah. not you, but you. <laughs> you. See the poor child that she points at and says, not you. Popping me. So FOMO was a real thing. It was. And you just went out to go out. I went out to be seen out, not even to go out. I didn't even care how fun I how much fun I had. I just wanted to be out. So guys be like, yeah, I saw you on Saturday. Be like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. (laughs) I had a blast. Exactly. Exactly. And I used to be the person who like the idea of fun Mm -hmm. was counting down how many drinks I had. So be like, yeah, yeah, did you have fun on Saturday? Who snap? I had seven tequilas, two vodkas, 55 gins, and you know what? Two quenchas. <laughs> like, and I'd be like, in your face, life. I party. So, like, most of the time, I didn't even have fun. I was just super, super drunk. Super wasted. And the worst part was, I couldn't even afford to be that drunk. But for some reason, I'd find myself that drunk, and I thought that was a good thing. You gotta scale your drunkness. I've seen a girl throw up in her purse before at a club and then continue oh. putting it over her shoulder. And we're talking about <laughs> Like nothing happened. Were you that drunk girl or? On the birthday once, I was turning 20. And my friends decided I need to have five shots every hour. That's how you die. I almost did. I hardly remember that birthday. And at the time, I thought that was a good thing. Like, I can hardly remember it was such a good birthday. Now I have so many regrets about it. I'm so concerned for you. I'm like, oh, Because it was this, like, guy hitting on me. He was telling me, like, I'm from Australia. This is my first time. And, like, and he's talking to me. And I, like, hawked a serious loogie and then puked in the, like, flower next to us. Oh. And I kept talking to him like nothing happened. I'm, I'm driving. So Hold I on. keep like thinking about it like as an outer body experience. Like if I was standing on the other side of the room watching me doing that, I would hate me deeply. So let's, let's, I'm, I'm this dude and I'm like, oh, dingoes. I can't, I can't do the accent. <laughs> dingoes in your baby. And yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just turning 20. Into the flowers. And then I'm like, so what about those dingoes? No. I tried to keep the conversation going. That's the worst part. I didn't even just walk away. So seamless. No wonder you work in radio. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to be annoyed by me. I can tell. I really enjoy the fuck out of my own company. No, but, but like, it. if, if instead of going out, crap. I want to go for like a solid run. Wine. Watch like he's you just not that 20? into you. Yes. Yes, my friend. Girl, Maybe you yourself. Like one, <laughs> one night out of the weekend. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be like all three days where you're like eyes rolling back and you're making out with a homeless dude. Like pay for yourself. He was homeless. Okay, he was a millennial. <laughs> 
that cup was full of the cappuccino and he wasn't exactly. begging for a change. Cold pressed. Okay. Yeah. But I've had I've had situations uh, where this is this one grosses me out. And I'm, like the dry even is coming back again. So I went out mm-hmm. and belligerent, you know, the cross-eyed kind of situation where mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, to absolutely no one. Yeah. I get to the washroom and I'm like, this is my time to shine. Gonna drain that main vein. Uh-huh. Wasn't dropping Obama off at the White House, but I was draining Not the main the vein. Off to no, no, <laughs> squatting because you know no one wants of course, to get you gotta like levitate six on that kinds of STDs. Exactly. Ugh. So. I didn't realize that I was wearing a baggy cardigan, and that's where I'd put my phone. And I heard, uh, and so naturally, my first thought was, "Did I just did I poop? Did I lay some timber? <laughs> what just happened?" I looked down, my beautiful fucking like Samsung Note. It was the like the first one out. Do you know what I mean? Classy. Was just in there, just collecting bubbles. And I had a split second to make a decision. No. Yeah. Don't tell me you put your hand in there. Linda, it was one second, and I was yeah. thinking that phone was worth rent. So I reached into a club washroom, and I didn't know what was in there beforehand, and I pulled it out. <laughs> like, that's disgusting. I had one time, I do admit, one time I had FOMO. This mm-hmm. was my situation. I was riding that hangover train pretty hard, <laughs> conductor and everything, uh-huh. and I thought it would be great to have ice cream for breakfast, downtown Toronto, it was a beautiful place, I was like, yeah, just give me all the sugary things that you have, and it looked so nice, so uh-huh. I just consumed it. The bus back to my university, though, was literally me looking out the window, not because there's an emotional song playing, but because I was like, <laughs> every five seconds, so I was supposed to go to a 90s party, you know I can't resist 90s music, True. I need my S club. So I get to my dorm, and everyone's getting ready, and I was like, you know what, guys? I have a paper due in a few days. I'm going to sit in. All I hear is, like, reach for the center. And I was like, look down, and my vest was on. I was ready to go. I was like, I got to do this. So I get to the actual location. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what happens after that. That inebriated. To the point where my buddy just goes, Nadia, hey, hey, Nadia, are you okay? And I go, I'm just living it up, man. Like, what's the problem? She goes, no, no, are you okay? Like, she just realized what happened. I had absolutely no idea. I only realized when I heard tapping and it was my blood on a table. Holy snap shit. (laughs) Whoa. Holy snap shit is right. So apparently what happened is that two people got into a fight and one of them got hit, fell over his elbow. Cracked my like my mouth open, like split, like, <laughs> and my first reaction was to wipe it off with my cool nineties vest and be like, "I'm still in it, Shania. Where you at?" So, well, I had to put someone in the shower naked. I did too. That was the first day I met. Them. I, I just met them though. You just met them, and because of my drunkenness, I was trying to be like Mother Teresa. I was like, "We gotta save her life, guys. She might be dying." So I put her in the shower, and like then I realized afterwards when we were talking about it with my friends, we're like, but why did we make her get naked? That's <laughs> you know. Let me tell you, I was I was retelling the story to someone else. I went, yeah, the other like I was Mother Teresa at this mm-hmm. point. I was like, my friend broke her arm, so I had to help her shower. And they were like, what was wrong with the other arm? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but thank God, like now going out isn't as. Do you actually think it's not that bad? 
I think that there's places you can go now that make you feel like you're a grown up and it's okay. Because I feel like it's either you go to a dinge bar where it's you uh, having to peel prostitutes off of you, or where entry is like 16,000 shillings and the sweat of your first child. And as much as I do enjoy peeling prostitutes, it, I like somewhere where I can go down and sit and actually talk to people and hear them, but still have good music playing in the background, have good food. This has a trivia night, karaoke, like the mm. pub kind of feel. Karaoke. And finally, God sent right down in my like ethnic lap, mm-hmm. fell the tab. <laughs> the tab. <laughs> the tab. This is a paid commercial. That's why we're being professional. Why, Linda, I think my question for you is, where do you go? Where do you go? The day. <laughs> where do you go? By the day. The day. Pretty much paying for them diapers. But you know what? Yeah. I really like their burgers. I really yeah. like their cocktails. It's close to my house. It's close to your house. Imagine like walking there. That's cardio galore. Because think about it. A tequila <laughs> shot is like 70 something calories. You walk is home, it? you're dunnies. Yes. <gasps> That's true. I could have like a triple shot. You could. Treat yourself, girl. <laughs> but what's awesome out. is uh, when I went over there, I noticed that there's three different sections, right? Mm-hmm. So the outside, which is a like a boom boom kind of area. Mm-hmm. That's what the youth is amazing, though. call the, the discotheque. It's the is boom lit. boom. It is lit. It is lit. Yes. And then you can go downstairs, which is still like a bar feel. Also, the bartender remembers your name. He does. He's like, Linda, you asked for this. I'm just like, how did you know? <laughs> did you so nice. <laughs> I'm about the upstairs area because when you're done being like, what? You can go up there, have a cocktail, chill, and your body roll on your own if you want and, to. Yeah, and you can set up white girl moves. Yeah. It's always sad when I go <laughs> out with you to the tab that I'm the one who dances like a white girl and you, the most ethnic looking person in yeah. Arabic, you're like crunk. And yeah. they're twerking. Of course I. I'm Chris Brown, but a female <laughs> version. It's like I don't beat other people. Promise? Yeah, I swear. <laughs> my pimp hand is strong, but in my pockets. <laughs> mm. This is what I feel goes hand in hand with uh, bad clubbing experiences. Mm-hmm. For me, I picture bad relationships. Because it's always oh. like some girl in her fucking fucking 20s being like I swear we're him and I never again and then she's like I brought my boyfriend John (laughs) he's my boyfriend (laughs) I love it so every clubbing experience that I've had uh, at least in my early 20s was just clouded with this bullshit Shit. It was yeah. always like, you can't talk to that guy, and then it's two people fighting, and right. someone be like, do you know who I am? <laughs> no one knows who you are, you bastard. That sounds like a Kenyan politician. It's the absolute worst. <laughs> and I've had, weirdly enough, I told you I was single for a very long time. I was very meticulous with my picks, and mm-hmm. that's the one thing I'm proud of. That and my eyebrows. Thank you. I might fit into leather pants someday. Could happen. I was always a part of someone else's shitty relationship without wanting. Are you ready for this? Think of a, like a 20 year old Nadia uh, in university being like, I'm gonna take over the world. I'm gonna be a history <laughs> professor. So I'm there in my like dorm. We shared a suite. It was like four or five of us, right? Mm-hmm. So this girl comes in and like thin eyebrows. It's like so fucking thin that I shouldn't oh. have trusted her. All the signs were there. But I was like, she seems nice. Like I'm 20. Everyone's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so naturally I asked her if she wanted to come out and eat with all of us. It was like a pub night. So chicken wings galore. Ha mm-hmm. We did that. And I was like, she's a keeper. I like her. As soon as we get back home, uh, this guy goes into her room. Knock on the door. Who is it? Hi, I'm her boyfriend. Mm. Is she in? And I was like, holy Jesus. <laughs> I wasn't warned. So I went in and I was like, I feel like, I think your um, your main squeeze is out there and you have a gentleman in there. And she's like, oh yeah, just, oh, just stall him. Like, just, oh. I had to talk. 
talk to a random ass Pakistani boy about nothing for like 20 minutes so this like like new dude can uh-huh. jump out the window. Oh, and you think that's where it, like it everything ends? goes. No, my friend. So come like six months later, I have a final to study for so I stay home. No one else is there. Mm-hmm. This guy comes in and he's like, I'm looking for... Boyfriend or the window boyfriend, guy? Boyfriend. Window mm-hmm. guy never to be seen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's give me a name. Jonathan. No, for the girl. Jothanista. Jothanista <laughs> is, uh, is, is away at a party mm-hmm. and Jonathan comes in and he's like, where is she? And I go, I'm not really sure. I'm not yeah. certain what I'm allowed to tell him. I didn't know they had broken up. She never told me. Oh, so Jothanista. I call her and I'm like, Jothanista. Jonathan is looking for you. And she's like, oh, I just like stole him again. Again? Again. And she's like, I'm at a party and I don't want him to know. So he waits out there, eventually comes back to the room. He's like, you know what? Let's go out and look for her together. And I'm like, dude, I have a degree to complete. I can't be here with your woman problems. Long story short, this is what happened in between. Mm -hmm. She ended up coming back and he ended up waiting for her outside. What I didn't know had happened is that she was engaged to someone else because she had a conservative like family. Right, so she was like, be true. Yeah, 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 exactly. And he, he uh, she had just broken it to him. He was absolutely livid and had come back to be like, you are mine. I'm going to get you. <laughs> so what happened is that I went into my room. I saw him grab something, but I didn't know what it was. Homeboy mm-hmm. grabbed a knife, Ooh. got into the room, and she got into the room. She comes in a few minutes later screaming. He had a knife? He had a knife, dude. He, she comes into my room screaming. I open up the door. She comes right in. He's knocking on the door, screaming my name over and over. Uh-huh. Linda, this is the weirdest thing that's happened to me. And trust me, it's right up there. He slits his wrists at my door. Oh, my God. He's young, 20-something, extremely in love. And what he thinks is the love of his life has left him for someone else. Right. So his bloody wrists are on my door, repeatedly yelling my name like we're in an ethnic horror movie. <laughs> Nadia! Nadia! <laughs> So I call the cops, really, and they come to the, the window. I drop my keys. They come into the suite. They uh-huh. arrest him. La, 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 la. And I thought, yeah, this is... That's it. That's it. That's how, Never you know. Never see him again. Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't see him again. However, Jovenista. fast forward two days later, freaking Jovi over there. You know what she does? Uh-huh. She comes over. She's like, I'm just going to, like, have a beer, go to bed. Like, I'm not feeling too well. And I was like, yeah, that's a weird combo, but sure. Yeah. So I go to the washroom, I walk back out, homegirl's eyes slip to the back of her head, falls over, and I have to catch her up like a knight, and I don't even want the sexy times from her. Yeah, so I don't know what to do. And I was in such a panic that I called, like, the dawn at the time. I was like, there's a problem at her suite. You need to come by. And so she's on with 911 on the other line, Uh and she's explaining what's happening. She's like, there's a girl, she's about, like, 20 years old, passed out, and I went, "Um, just hold on one second. I asked her all the information, and she's as she's passing out, she's like, I think I'm pregnant. I was like, why am I here? Like, I'm here to study. My mommy just walking hunted up. Sent me here to study. This woman relays the information. Eventually, they come over and say she OD'd. She's a little turd. She she wasn't pregnant. She just, it was like a false, like, Uh you know, situation. And she OD'd on Tylenol, which is the equivalent of Panadol. She's not even trying. The the best part of the situation is that I was so panicked that my buddy was like, can you get her, like, a wet towel for her head? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, sure. So I was on the phone with this other lady trying to get everything coordinated yeah. and I handed her a bottle of apple juice <laughs> and she's like what is this and I was like just take it bitch like I had no idea what I was doing I'm like this girl's gonna die under my watch so apple juice should naturally yeah apple help. juice should help her out <laughs> 
like, this is the true story. Ahead. I wish it was yeah. Maybe we, this episode should be about being in your 20s and faking pregnancies because, like... I don't fake, fake pregnancy. I, stro- I, I faked pregnancy scares to get out of situations. Like, at school? It's like, I can't do gym today. I'm pregnant. No, like, you fake a pregnancy scare in the sense that, like, um, so... I didn't have the most flowery sex life in my 20s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all my friends did. Mm-hmm. So they always had pregnancy scares. Okay, I see, I see. So I'd have to be like, yeah, totes me too. <laughs> totes. Yeah, plenty the cramps, days. The cramps, though, right? Like, <laughs> no way. So I constantly be faking pregnant. That's not a thing that I thought people faked. Faking things that I just never had that everybody else did. And then once you got them, you're like, what the fuck? was I waiting yeah, for yeah that's the thing about your 20s you gotta fake it till you make it with a lot of things from apparently pregnancy to periods, uh, to, periods <laughs> to the one that gets me is like people that just have to pretend constantly that they have a lot of money because that's what it seems oh like God. they have like on Facebook they're like balling in my $600,000 tie <laughs> and they can barely afford fries on the side of the road and boiled eggs you know Do you remember being that broke I remember in my 20s I would never fake rich, but I always knew I was broke, like constantly. Yeah. So I always hang out with these people who would fake rich, and then I would just go with it, just to see how far they would pretend to be rich and buy me everything. No. Until like halfway through the night, be like, Lynn, I'm out of money. Be like, I didn't lie. I don't have money. Like, yeah. I'm going to drop yeah. me home. Yeah. Like, there'd be times I would leave my house knowing very well I have $3 on me and a bus ticket. Three dollars and a bus ticket. Three dollars and a bus ticket. This is the thing. I went to International Canada, so you know how it is. They're like the accent galore. Uh They land as soon as their toe touches Canadian soil. They're like, oh. What a great day, you hoser. You know what I mean? Like, out of nowhere. I knew this kid uh, went on to university, went to different ones, mm-hmm. and uh, I was under the impression that he was still there because he was posting third year, still in engineering. I'm like, oh, good for you, Oduole. You're working hard in life. <laughs> yes. You know? And turns out what he did is that he dropped out in the first semester and didn't tell his dad, didn't Kept go back to Nigeria. Cash. Kept taking the cash the entire time and just living it up. Dude had a full-on living. It was a career, just stealing from his rentals. Yeah. Oh, shit. I can't lie. I'm 28 years old, so I'm not out of my 20s just yet. Mm-hmm. However, mm. I just keep thinking, like, the confidence thing, I'm still faking it. But I feel like I'm a little more comfortable in my fake confidence right now than I was. <laughs> I remember I had this best friend, and I loved her so much, and she was, like, everything. Katie Jackson. Bless. And we would do everything together. And I was at that place where I was faking my confidence so much. Because we went to elementary school together, high school together. But all of a sudden, we were in our 20s. And she became all artsy. Oh, no. Like, she found herself. She found herself. And I was still searching. Girl, I had binoculars and I wasn't finding myself. You got cataracts. You know? (laughs) I can't see me. So anyway, she's there finding herself. And she'd be like... I never told you this. So she was talking about how, like, her favorite new band is Jimmy Talent. J- Jimmy Talent? Need more friends yeah. with. Yes. Ladies. Yeah. Billy Talent. Billy Talent. Yeah. So I don't know it's a band. Yeah. I'm just talking about oh, Billy. <laughs> Who happens to be named Billy Talent. So in my Born zero confidence, I just want people to like me, right? So <laughs> we're in this group and she's talking about how Billy Talent is, like, the best. So she keeps talking about this Billy Talent fella. Huh? So I'm there like, I love him. He is so great. He's my favorite because I just want people to like me, right? So I just keep going and I'm too far into the story to stop no. and she's not stopping me. No. So I was like, Katie, you're supposed to be my friend. So I'm just there like, I love him. He's the best. I like that one song where he did with that guy. Amazing. You just pulled an artist out of your I ass? I kept going. I didn't name any specifics. I was just like, that guy, remember? That, that with the instrumental thing? Yes, yes. Yes. Like that. Um, she looks at me and she's like, Linda. 
Get your own damn opinions. That's not even a person. It's a band. No. That's when I realized not only was I faking my confidence, I was like just pinning it on everything everyone else liked in hopes that they'd like me back. Oh. So what I mean when I say I'm confident in my faking now, yeah. I feel like I've solidified the stuff that I'm faking more. Yeah. And I'm so good at faking it, you would think I really am confident about it. Yeah. You've learned to pick and choose. Exactly. Okay. And I don't talk about Billy Town anymore. <laughs> I would hope not. I, um, I don't mind being a loser. That's my problem, I think. You need to stop being cool from day one. It's not fair no. because some of us, it took a while to get here. 28 no, years. that's not what it is. Like, Ugh. if someone was like, yeah, you know that band like pineapple machete down to the river <laughs> fetus breath? I'd be like, no, I haven't. See, I, I haven't like, heard of do them. Do the youth like it? Because then I love I love it. it. I do. <laughs> yeah. God, like the thing that's very popular here, I've found, is just noise. EDM, uh, techno, house. Deep house. Yes. Deep house. Deep house, man. Deep house. Deep house. It's more doof doof thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. That was accurate. That's like the professional description. I don't understand that. And everyone's like, you're so f***ing. Lame, just go listen to your ABBA. I'm like, dude, I will, and I will ABBA's be excited amazing. about ABBA. Must be funny, Must be funny in, in a rich man's world. world. <laughs> I was the only kid at my university with an ABBA poster life size, and I was yes. like, balling like I'm coming yes. off a free throw. And now for a brief commercial break. This week, paying our bills is the Tav Irish Pub and Eatery. Thank you. You know what? This Sunday, Christmas Day, you want to get Christmas Day. So you want to head down to the Tav Irish Pub and Eatery for an all-you-can-eat Christmas Sunday roast. Now, here's the thing. Only 2,000 shillings and any kid under 12 eats for half price. Remember, you can find them at the Mirage on Waiyaki Way. The link will be in the description. Or you know what? On our Twitter, on our Instagram, on our Facebook. Visit us there. We're pimping ourselves off. Thanks to Taff for being our baby daddy of the week. Child support. Child support. Get it, girl. Linda, spew that sexy shit. Mm-hmm.